God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Welcome to Living Life. Yesterday, we saw the list of many names and numbers. It was kind of confusing, but we found out that there are four categories of names. First, there are names of godly leaders, such as Zerubbabel, the governor of Judea, Joshua, the high priest, Sariah, the father of Ezra, and Bigvay, another governor. These are godly leaders who trusted God's promise, left everything behind, and led God's people to the promised land. Secondly, there are names of lay people, just like their leaders. These lay people also believe in the God, a promise of God and follow their leaders and came to their homeland. Thirdly, there are names of priests, Levites, singers, gatekeepers, and temple servants. The reason why they came back is God wanted to preserve the Jewish temple and Jewish faith so that Jesus Christ would come later as the ultimate temple and save the world. Lastly, there are names of exiles who were not sure if they are Jews or not. God wants to make sure that they could find their Jewish roots and serve God eventually. Today, we will find out the major tasks of the Jewish exiles in the Promised Land. Let's read today's passage and come back. Ezra chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. When the seventh month came and the Israelites had settled in their towns, the people assembled together as one in Jerusalem. Then Joshua, son of Jozadak, and his fellow priests, and Zerubbabel, son of Sheltiel, and his associates, began to build the altar of the God of Israel to sacrifice burnt offerings on it, in accordance with what is written in the Law of Moses, the man of God. Despite their fear of the peoples around them, they built the altar on its foundation and sacrificed burnt offerings on it to the Lord, both the morning and evening sacrifices. Then, in accordance with what is written, they celebrated the festival of tabernacles with the required number of burnt offerings prescribed for each day. After that, they presented the regular burnt offerings, the new moon sacrifices, and the sacrifices for all the appointed sacred festivals of the Lord, as well as those brought as freewill offerings to the Lord. On the first day of the seventh month, they began to offer burnt offerings to the Lord, though the foundation of the Lord's temple had not yet been laid. Then they gave money to the masons and carpenters, and gave food and drink and olive oil to the people of Sidon and Tyre, so that they would bring cedar logs by sea from Lebanon to Joppa, as authorized by Cyrus, king of Persia. In the second month of the second year after their arrival at the house of God in Jerusalem, Zerubbabel son of Sheltiel, Joshua son of Josadak, and the rest of the people, the priests and the Levites and all who had returned from the captivity to Jerusalem, began the work. 
They appointed Levites twenty years old and older to supervise the building of the house of the Lord. Joshua and his sons and brothers, and Cadmiel and his sons, descendants of Hodaviah, and the sons of Henadad and their sons and brothers, all Levites, joined together in supervising those working on the house of God. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestments and with trumpets, and the Levites, the son of Asaph, with cymbals, took their places to praise the Lord, as prescribed by David, king of Israel. With praise and thanksgiving they sang to the Lord, He is good, His love toward Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout of praise to the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the older priests and Levites and family heads who had seen the former temple wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid, while many others shouted for joy. No one could distinguish the sound of the shouts of joy from the sound of weeping, because the people made so much noise, and the sound was heard far away. Welcome back to Living Life. As we read today's passage, I will point out three things. First, the exiles took care of their physical needs. Secondly, the exiles established a regular worship. Lastly, the exiles began to build a temple. Okay, let's get started with point number one. The exiles took care of their physical needs. Let's read Ezra chapter 3, verse 1. When the seventh month came and the Israelites had settled in their towns, the people assembled together as one in Jerusalem. Ever since the proclamation of freedom was issued by King Cyrus, the second group of the exiles led by Ezra, the scribe, has finally arrived in the Promised Land. The very first thing the group of the exiles did was a settling down in their town. The exiles took a long journey. The distance from Babylon to Palestine was about 1,400 kilometers. It's uh, like traveling from Seoul to Taipei, which is almost... Uh, 1,400 kilometers. For exiles, the journey took about four months. They didn't take express train or express bus. They didn't sleep at hotel. They walked when sun was up. They slept on the road when sun went down. After the exiles reached to the promised land, each family had to find their home and their property. When they found their land, they had to secure the basic necessity of life, such as housing, food, and water. We have to remember that the cities in Jerusalem had been totally destroyed. All buildings were destroyed and all city walls were collapsed. There were only heaps of ruins and debris piled up everywhere. It was like cities in Ukraine that we see on TV. Therefore, the very first that each family did was clear up all piles and debris in their land. The next step was that they had to dig wells in order to secure water for drinking and for farming. Afterwards, they had to build temporary shelter for their wife and kids until they would build permanent homes eventually. This is what it means that they had settled down. Remember King Cyrus said the Jews that they should return and build the temple? Therefore, the reason why they came back to the promised land was building the temple. 
However, the very first thing that they, the exiles did was not building the temple. They had to secure the basic necessity. They had to take care of their physical needs, such as water, food, and housing. First, uh, housing first. As we saw the list of names yesterday, we found out that these exiles are very dedicated and fervent servants of God. They were strong believers. What they wanted to is glorifying God through their sacrifice and services. I bet you and me who are doing today's QT are also strong believers. We want to please God. We want to serve God and others. But sometimes, because we are so dedicated, we serve God and others nonstop. We become tired and exhausted. We become burned out. The exiles travel four months, 1,400 kilometers, in order to, go, uh, to do God's work. But the very first thing that they did was taking care of their physical needs. They dug wells for water. They, uh, they did uh, for, uh, some farming and shepherding for food. Uh, they built temporary houses for, the, for sleep. They took care of themselves. Maybe you and I need some physical care as well. God wants you to sleep well and enough. God wants you to eat well and enjoy your meal. God wants you to refresh your body so that you can serve God and please God more. If you are tired and exhausted, you cannot serve God well. So why don't you take time and sleep well? Enjoy your meal and refresh your body and mind first so that you can serve God later. Secondly, the exiles establish a regular worship. Let's read verse, verses 2 and 3. Then Joshua son of Josedach and his fellow priests and Zerubbabel son of Shaltiel and his associates began to build the altar of God of Israel to sacrifice burnt offering on it. In accordance with what is written in the law of Moses, the man of God, despite their fear of the people around them, they built the altar on its foundation and sacrificed burnt offerings on it to the Lord, both the morning and evening sacrifices. After the exiles secured their basic necessities, such as shelter, water, and food, Joshua the high priest and Zerubbabel the governor made the first step to reestablish people's worship to God of Israel. They built the altar of the God of Israel so that people could gather together and worship God as they sacrificed burnt offerings to God. The exiles were able to worship God day and night despite the fact that they feared the local residents and other people who lived in the surrounding villages. They did this because they loved to worship God of Israel freely. This was the first step of reestablishing their regular worship in their promised land. What was the next step? Let's read verse 4. Then in accordance with what is written, they celebrated the festival of tabernacles with the required number of burnt offerings prescribed for each day. The second step in reestablishing worship was celebrating the festival of tabernacles. During this festival, Israelites lived for seven days in tents. In this feast, people celebrated God's care and protection during the exodus from Egypt. The exiles gave thanks to God as they remember what God has done to their ancestors in Egypt and what God has done to them during the, their second exodus in Babylon. God has created us and placed His Spirit within our hearts so that we cannot live without God's presence, love, and care, guidance, protection, and provision. 
In order to keep this relationship alive and close, we worship God, praise Him, and seek His strength in times of our trials and suffering. We are both spiritual being and physical being. Therefore, we need both physical and spiritual nourishments and care. God didn't say to the exiles, you have to worship me first because you guys came back to Jerusalem in order to build a temple. No, God knew that we are physical beings. So he let the exiles to secure their basic necessities for themselves and their families. And afterwards, they could worship God and secure their spiritual needs. Jesus also said in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Yes, we need bread as well as the word of God. We need both. We need physical care as well as spiritual care. After having a good and deep sleep, have a nice breakfast and take your Bible and coffee and meet with God. Of course, we cannot do this every day, but you can plan a day or several days and sleep well, eat well, and meet with God, praise Him, meditate on His Word, and receive the joy from the Lord. Lastly, the exiles began to build a temple. Let's read verses 8 and 9. Then they gave money to the masons and carpenters and gave food and drink and olive oil to the people of Sidon and Tyre, so that they would bring Sarah logs by sea from Lebanon to Joppa, as authorized by Cyrus, king of Persia. In the second month of the second year after their arrival at the house of God in Jerusalem, Zerubbabel, son of Shaltiel, Joshua, son of uh, Josedak, and the rest of the people, the priests and the Levites, and all who had returned from the captivity to Jerusalem began the work. They appointed Levites 20 years old and older to supervise uh, the building of the house of the Lord. After the exiles secured their basic needs and reestablished the worship, they gathered all the materials and resources to build the temple. The preparations took a full seven months before construction could actually begin. The construction date of the temple was the second month of the second year, which is between April and May in our calendar. Interestingly, this was the same month Solomon had begun the construction of the first temple. Isn't God's timing amazing? Let's read verse 10. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestment and with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals, took their places to praise the Lord, as prescribed by David, king of Israel. As the construction has started, builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord. And people were so excited. Priests blew trumpets, Levites played cymbals, and people rejoiced and praised God. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the cornerstone, meaning He is the foundation of the temple. We are both physical and spiritual beings. We need physical nourishments, such as good sleep and good food. We also need spiritual nourishments, such as prayer, praise, and Bible reading. But in all these, what we need the most is Jesus Christ, who is the foundation of our happiness. We eat and drink. We can worship from morning until evening. We do all these things, but if there is no Jesus, everything is useless. When we are in Christ, who is the foundation of our happiness, 
taking care of our physical needs and spiritual needs really make sense and we can enjoy fully. But if we are not in Christ, taking care of both our physical and spiritual needs seems to be empty. Like Solomon said, everything is vanity upon vanity. That's why whatever we do, let's be in Christ and Christ in us. Let me wrap up today's message with a few questions. When was the last time you slept really well for your soul? When was the last time that you ate really well for your soul? When was the last time that you have experienced God's presence in worship? Is Jesus Christ the foundation of your life? Let's pray. Dear God, help me to take care of my body, soul, and spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world as that pinging grows up.